Hi everyone, this is Prasha Dutra and welcome to Daily Brilliance Voice Notes, the podcast. And today is my happy birthday. Unlike every year, unlike the years that I was growing up, I have changed how I celebrate my birthday. I actually take a pause. I have a simple birthday ritual. I write a letter to myself for how amazing this year was then I also try to write a letter and visualize next year and it's just a wonderful day to ground myself earlier was all about celebrating and you know doing things externally and on a material level but since last two years it has become more inwards and a more personal day than 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 that loud obnoxious party type celebration and I count that as a win because I feel more matured, I feel more anchored, I feel more grounded and I like that. I like that a lot and I really become more intentional on this day. So if you don't have birthday rituals, I invite you to set some up. Um, If you're part of the academy, we'll definitely talk about this in 2023 and um, we'll definitely help you create some birthday rituals for yourself as well if you're my client. Other than that, I wanted to share with you today the three lessons I learned from my 33rd year on this planet and yes I'm going to be 34 today I'm 34 today so 33 years around the sun um this was definitely hands down the biggest year of my life yet like it was huge on so many fronts um last year around this time I came across a video by Sadhguru where he was saying that 33 is a really big year for you because of the number of cycles you've completed the solar cycles you've completed and according to Vedic sciences 33 is a very powerful year and I honestly took that to heart I really took it very seriously and I said okay if 33rd year is so special I really need to be more intentional and and work through some stuff that has held me back for so many years and again the year did not start on the highest note um in fact january last year was very difficult um in fact i really had almost no money in my account i was so worried about making the mortgage i was like really crying in barnes and nobles i did not i did not know what to do next it was 6 months since i quit my job and I had no handle of my business. I was really struggling. And I also had a lot of money blocks that for years I'd been working on them, but they were like really stuck. And so I was really, really nervous, to be honest with you. But that was the turning point. I kind of knew in that moment that this is my epiphanic turning point moment. And I, if I could just somehow get through this, I know I can change my life. And honestly, I'm glad that I did. I stuck to that. I literally used every tool in my arsenal. I literally pulled out all the stuff I'd learned over the years. And I really made it a point this year to work through some of these big blocks. And the year turned out to be fantastic. So today I want to share with you the three things I learned from this powerful year of being 33 years old. So number one is you can manifest anything. Like seriously, this year blew my mind on the level of manifestation. Some long-term manifestation came true. Some short-term manifestations came true. Um, Some incredible ahas, amazing stuff happened. So I'm telling you, you can manifest anything if you truly believe in it. I think this year, 
I learned that for years I was playing it small, but finally this year I made this huge mindset shift that I really am not going to play small anymore. I'm not going to undermine myself anymore. I'm not going to think small anymore. I'm actually going to do the big things and I'm going to go after it with big energy and I'm going to manifest it. Um, I think the biggest lesson here was that you can manifest anything if you truly believe in it. For me, the definition of belief was really epiphanic this year. To learn what a belief means, I think, was very, very transformational. A belief is a repeated thought. And once I got a hang of that, I was like, wait a minute. That makes so much sense. That's why we have affirmations. That's why we have, you know, repetition. That's why we should repeat certain things. That's why we pray twice a day or five times a day in some cultures and traditions, right? repetition belief is repetition belief is a repeated thought and i for me that i just i just like held on to that and i read the same books again and again i did the same things that were working again and again so far i I used to get bored of the same stuff and i would change things and this time i was like no if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna keep doing that enough so that i can finally see the results and literally that's what you want to do too is that repeat the thoughts of the things you want, repeat the feelings of the things you want, and really manifest from a place of repetition and not always thinking about how fast it is happening. All right. So yeah, you could really manifest anything if you believe in it. If you if you can really understand belief properly, belief just means repetition and repetition strengthens your belief. Of course, because you're repeating this thought. Um, So I hope that helps you as well. Number two, walks and naps are the best way to deal with a negative or a stressful situation. So when I told you that in January, I was struggling so much, but walks and naps, like I walked so much this year. In fact, I was working out all the way till April um, and I had lost a lot of weight. I was looking really, really good. Uh, I would I think I was at the best shape of my life um, and I did a lot of walking, uh, a lot of walking too on top of that gyming and stuff too. So anytime I felt overwhelmed or stress, the way I dealt with it this year, I'm super proud of myself because earlier I used to go into these spirals of anxiety and stress and crying and really feeling hopeless and lost. But this year I chose to respond to triggers and respond to problems from a place of awareness and whenever I got aware that something is trying to you know pull me in um, and something is going out of my control I would go for a walk or I would nap so walks help because they bring you close to nature they give you some fresh air like really I'm telling you if you can walk just please walk in your neighborhood I literally simplified the whole thing I would walk around the neighborhood I uh, went on the same path every day I uh, would listen to books or music or sometimes nothing and that gave me so much peace and clarity I can't tell you so please walks are so so amazing I got the best ideas in those walks I got a lot of peace and a lot of anchor a lot of groundedness naps naps help because they stop the momentum of thoughts so when you have again because belief is a repeated thought and then sometimes when we are in the negative thought loops without even realizing we're creating negative thought patterns and negative belief systems and what we need to start doing is learn to identify when we are in that negative thought pattern and pull ourselves out of it and 
that can be very difficult to do um, all at once. So what I have learned is if a negative thought pattern has taken hold, I want to simply first either journal and put that away um, so that I can just identify what it is. Then I would take a nap. I actually napped. I want to say I didn't log this, but I think I napped every single day this year. I don't think there was a single day I didn't nap. <laughs> Naps are so fantastic. Um, again, I don't work from three to five. That is like really very, very precious time for me. Um, and there were other things happening in life too. So naps were super important this year. But again, to get out of a negative and a stressful situation, if you could just nap for 30 minutes or an hour, just simply rest your brain. Because the problem with you going into overdrive, where you're just trying to solve the problem and you're not resting, is that you're creating more cortisol. And if you create more cortisol, then you create more stress. And you cannot get out of that. Your body gets hooked on cortisol just like it gets hooked on dopamine. And so it's going to keep creating more and more cortisol. And so what happens with naps is that you just disconnect for a minute. Just just walk away for a minute. Just close your eyes. Just let it go for one minute. Nothing's going to happen in an hour anyways. Like you're not going to solve something in one hour, right? Like you, you, you need to rest your brain. And if you can somehow inculcate power naps in your life, I can assure you, you will have less stress in your life. I'm not saying that you'll find all your answers right away. I'm just saying that you'll be able to pace yourself better. You'll be more mindful. You'll be able to come up with the right ideas because you're well rested and you don't need to wait till night. So naps are amazing, but we just need to learn how to use them well. And I'm so happy that I learned that this year. So yeah, anytime a huge negative thought comes over, I'm taking a nap. And nowadays I'm taking a self-hypnosis nap. So in the academy also, we create these audios for affirmations for all our clients and these affirmations audios are really great because you could just like simply play it and take a nap and this helps reprogram the subconscious as well it's really wonderful so yeah so just take a nap for now play any music that helps you play a spa music playlist right like this on spotify and just simply try to relax because when you're relaxed now you can approach the problem from a better place versus you overstressing, overburning yourself and overworking your mind. You're just going to make more mistakes. So yeah, walks and naps are the best ways to deal with any negative or stressful situation. And my final lesson is you can only be yourself and no one else. For years I've tried to be someone. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, someone, I'm not saying someone else, but I thought I had to be someone to be then be successful or then be happy or then be whatever. I needed to have this title or that title or this much money in my account or uh, I need to have that accolade or I need to have that talk or that publication or all these different things to be valuable to the world to to create impact i know some of us think that when i have that big job i'll finally create an impact when i have that big you know title i'll have finally have this or that i'll finally be happy but the reality is you can only be you and nobody else the truth is all of this external stuff will happen and it's all wonderful but if you can just commit to being yourself then while you wait for those accolades to show up, you can still be happy, you can still create an impact, you can still change lives, and you can still have a very wonderful life, right? Like, you can, I promise you. And this year, I finally accepted that. I said, I'm going to be me. 
and all I want to be is me, nobody else. I don't want to be someone. I don't want to be someone else. I don't want to become something else. I just want to truly, authentically, fully be me with all parts of me and then work on those parts that are holding me back. They're not negative. They're just blocks uh, and I can work through them and continue to evolve myself as a person versus always trying to accomplish something on the outside. And so, yeah, I really feel grounded in this lesson. I really want to remind myself of this lesson and I want to remind you of this lesson. You are brilliant. You have everything you need to make the change that you want to make. You have everything in you to be as happy as you've always wanted to be. You just don't allow yourself that. Um, You are unique and you're special and that is the superpower that's going to help you do more in life. But it's not contingent to you doing you know, you having external accolades and then accepting yourself. You have to accept yourself now and you have to fiercely advocate for yourself. You have to love yourself and you have to be on a journey where you continue to evolve and that work is never done. Um, And you continue to choose like you over everything else um, and over becoming somebody else. Okay, and that is a beautiful way to live life. Trust me, it's farther, like, it's far from selfish. It's not selfish. Actually, very few people can embrace their uniqueness. And that's, I, to me, it's a huge human tragedy that not everyone is accepting and embracing their truest, most authentic self. Because if they can, then this world will be filled with very successful, very happy and very impactful humans so yeah so that was my very very three very major lessons from my 33rd year and as i enter my 34th year uh, i'm very excited to see what this new year holds for me and uh, for the people that i get to work with and for the community that i'm creating and what kind of impact i'm going to have on the world in 2023 i'm very excited to see that uh, while continuing to build my relationship with myself um yeah and it's a huge year uh, already it's been a fantastic year and the next year is going to be incredible too so i can't wait for you to see all that that awaits us in the new years i've got some huge transformations to share with you in the next coming um weeks i'm also going to make a huge announcement um so yeah stay tuned for all of that check out the links in my episode notes there's so many amazing freebies for you um, to sign up for that ways you can be on my email list where i share some uh you know big news the you guys are the first ones to know about a lot of stuff so please do sign up for that as well and hope i get to serve you in um uh, in a capacity as a coach in 2023 um so yeah looking forward to that thank you so much for listening i wish you all the happiest of new years please be safe on new year's eve and i will talk to you on january 2nd and now so thank you so much and wish you all the all the happiness blessings and joy for 2023 i'll talk to you soon bye bye